0: One of Joe Krause's earliest childhood memories is watching his father, a college English professor, host student groups in his family's home and critiquing the written works of prominent fiction authors. Much like his father, Dr. Krause enjoys the relationship between teacher and student, which he explains is anything but a one-way street. Anyone who asks what does it mean to be a teacher My first bit of advice to them is to learn how to listen to your students. Learn how to hear them." Words of Dr. Joe Kraus, Associate Professor of English and Director of the Honors Program at the University of Scranton. He talked about one of the areas of literature he's especially interested in, in one of his visits here at the WVIA studios.
1: We're called MELUS, M-E-L-U-S. It stands for the Multiethnic Literature of the United States, Study of Multiethnic Literature of the United States. And we try and distinguish. We don't study, for instance, Italian literature, or we don't study literature of Mexico. We study the literature of Mexican-Americans, of Latin-Americans. We study the literature of Italian-Americans. So it's, it's really important to remember, this is American literature. It's not foreign literature, <laughs> I mean I teach American literature and this is part of the continuum in fact it's it's very much where the field goes because the literature of today is a literature of 21st century America and it's written often for the immigrant communities themselves but in a way the most interesting of it is is made to be overheard by the rest of us as well so it's it's really exciting to see an America where what we're accustomed to think of as the minority or the minority perspective is actually the central perspective and it's it's part of why in any literature survey, and I teach many literature surveys, you want to include some of these literatures that come from, the term is sometimes, in the margins, but we're, we're moving beyond a notion of margin and center and trying to think, well, each of us comes into this America with a particular perspective, and it's, it's helpful to understand the kaleidoscope more than the, the target.
0: Dr. Joe Kraus, Associate Professor of English at the University of Scranton, and he will explore novels by Ralph Ellison, author of Invisible Man, and Viet Thanh Nguyen, the Vietnamese-American author of The Sympathizer, as part of the fall course offerings of the Schemmel Forum. Each semester, the Schemmel Forum offers six-week courses, world affairs luncheons, and special collaborative programs to the entire region. Sondra Myers, Senior Fellow for International, Civic, and Cultural Projects at the University of Scranton, is Director of the Schemmel Forum. We had a chance to speak with her by phone about the forum and what's in store. Sondra Myers is.
2: The Schemmel Forum was founded in July 2006 through the generous gifts to the Reverend George Schemmel Fund, created by friends of the late Father Shamal and his love and memory. Its aim is to provide an opportunity for people of all ages to explore the intellectual and cultural wonders of the world. And in these years that it's been around, it's grown, it's gotten more ambitious in what it does, and we're very proud of having this kind of organization in this city and this, this region because it's something that one can easily get in a big city and not at all easily get in a small city.
0: You are a world citizen as well as a proud resident of Scranton, and you have so many contacts with people who are speaking and writing, doing important things in the world. Yeah. So you bring those kinds of people to us for dialogue.
2: Yes, and and you know they they like the shemel means something to them, like my first speaker now, who I think we're going to have to do re- remotely only because people aren't supposed to be on the campus except for the students till September thirteenth is Akilamar, Amar, the distinguished professor of law at Yale who has very fine writings, a brand new one he has out. It's called The Words That Make Us, America's Constitutional Conversation from 1760 to 1840. And Akil, though he has plenty of invitations, especially around Constitution Day, is usually with us around that day, and um, we're honored to have him. He's terribly sad that he is. he's going to be remote, but the audience can still have Q&A. Uh, we have, I don't even like to call them audience. I call them Shemalites, but they're participants in the discussion instead of actually being an audience. Yeah, but they, they will have the opportunity to do that. And then he, he insists that he wants to come here anyway, so I might have a, a second run with, with Akil in, in person later in the semester. I love the idea of the words that made us, you know, because uh, it was merely about the conversations that people were having before the, uh, the Constitution was actually existing. Nothing can happen before those words are spoken and argued and sometimes agreed upon. And uh, I guess that's what makes it makes things democratic. You know, you just don't have an edict and, and go by that edict. But, you know, you can do some fighting and you can do some agreeing. And that's what democracy is about. You make some changes. You you agree to things that maybe weren't on your agenda what makes sense. And um, then you put something together, like a constitution or a, a law. That's September 10th, then. And you
0: continue very shortly thereafter with another legal scholar.
2: Yeah, well, he was actually a student of Akilomar. <laughs> but he, do, he doesn't stand on that. He stands on his own wisdom. He's Neil Catchell. And he is interested in the Supreme Court. I have heard him on TV uh, a lot recently. He's one of the most clear, and he does have uh, opinions, but his opinions are based on knowledge. And as we say in the the, uh, brochure, he has conducted 44 oral arguments before the Supreme Court. He it was meant to be a remote in any case because he is in a law firm and then he teaches at Georgetown. So uh, that will be on September 14th. Then uh, someone that I've been working with Fiercely on helping Soraya Paksad to get out of Afghanistan, and that is uh, Trudy Rubin. And uh, she is the worldview columnist at the Philadelphia Inquirer. And uh, what she was going to be talking about is Biden and the world. Actually, she met... Soraya Paksad, the Afghan woman, at the same time I did. And at the same time that Senator Casey also met her. I mean, this is a drama that we, even though we see so much of it, we can't imagine how terrible and frightening it was because she was, she was the perfect example of what the Taliban hates. And she knew that, I mean, by name. They knew her. They were looking for her. We all worked in different ways to help her get out, and she did. But Trudy said she wanted to talk about Biden and the world. I wouldn't be surprised if it were some variation on that theme, and that's going to be in person on Monday, September 20th. Then we have a sort of a local group duo on September 28th, we are going to have the uh, case that was made during the 2020 Pennsylvania presidential election litigation on what the what the election was about and what its difficulties were and what went on and uh, there are two lawyers from the Myers, Pryor and Kelly law firm And they were in practically every uh, court in Pennsylvania and and beyond making the case for the validity of the election. So that's going to be on Tuesday, September 28th.
0: We'll then move right along into October with Jane Jacobs, the renowned urban theorist and native of Scranton.
2: Well, I mean, I have a new love affair with Jane Jacobs because maybe Jane would be happy with what we're doing, making this city that she thought was just terrific, a a model city. And maybe we can use that, that idea of what a city is and try very hard to live up to the expectation that she had of what a city should be. And I think I think we're doing it, and uh, it doesn't hurt to have, as our mayor, Paige Cognetti, as our mayor, who is now going to talk about Jane Jacobs. And the topic is Jane Jacobs' first city, what comes next? And I think that Paige will be thinking about that as we speak. We know things that we might expect here, the things that we might want here that we never thought we could have. We have uh, in her a person who abhors corruption in, in places like ours and not only ours at all, cities, states and nations. Certainly, for example, in Afghanistan, there was, was nothing there was nothing that wasn't corrupt. And, uh, you know, we're aiming for really a fine city that has potential, that has virtues as they are, and has quite a bit of potential. Then I have someone that I have not met, but I read his take on America in the New York Review of Books. and, And his name is Fenton O'Toole. He's Irish, and he has spent some of the year at Princeton, and he is going to talk about democracy in America, an outsider's view. And I think at this point especially, I think it's very important for us to listen to what a thoughtful pro-American thinker has to say about us. And I'm really looking forward to that. Fenton O'Toole is columnist for the Irish Times and the Leonard Milberg Lecturer in Irish Letters at Princeton. So he will be here on October 15th. Then on October 26th, we have Sister Carol Rittner, who has been on the board of Misericordia for a long time. Her expertise is on the Holocaust. In Jewish-Christian relations, and she taught at several academic institutions, and she is now retired and living in Fort. and she is going to speak on the Holocaust and Jewish-Christian relations, which, as I said, is her theme. So, that's the uh, speakers. Let's turn back to the courses, because we have three courses going. And the first one is being given by a relatively new historian that we have on campus, Paul Sampson. And he's going to be talking about the history of science. And he will be discussing such things as climate change, vaccinations, the theory of evolution, and even the history and shape of the Earth. And he is going to start on the 16th of September instead of September 9th and go on for six, six courses. And it should be extremely interesting. I know that a lot of people are signing up for it. Then we have an old-timer for us, Joe Kraus. And Joe always has something special in mind. And this time it's going to be Invisible Man novels by Ralph Ellison and Vietnam Nguyen. I'm not sure of the pronunciation of that. But I have read that book, which I think is terrific, The Sympathizer. So he's choosing to talk about that book and also Ralph Ellison's Invisible Man. And Joe always excites us and is provocative and uh, brings in, you know, food for thought and food for discussion in a very important way. So we're thrilled to have him back as a Schemmel teacher. And then another from the philosophy department is Kevin Nordberg. And he's talking about, and this should interest all of us, so it's going to be social and moral issues in information technology. And I think that Kevin is an expert on this subject. We may not have any answers at this point, but I think we all have a lot of questions about the social and moral issues in information technology. So those are the courses. And then we will have two collaborative programs that are kind of have become standard with us. And the first one is on November 4th, And it's a talk by Steve Scheinman. He's the President and Dean of the Medical College, who will be leaving that position later this year. And so we'll get a kind of overview of what's been happening at the Medical College. The title is, This Community's Medical College, How Advances in Pedagogy and Technology and the Pandemic Have Shaped Medical Education in the 21st Century. So I'm very happy that he's going to do this for us because I have felt from the beginning that the medical school was one of the most important things that's happened in this community. And I will listen carefully to what he says about medical education in the 21st century in Scranton, Pennsylvania. And then we go to something that uh, was actually an idea of Dr. Scheinman's, um, someone that he knew And the someone is Dr. Richard Kogan, who is not only a clinical professor of psychiatry at Weill Cornell Medical College, but he is a musician. He is a pianist, and he has done this about four times for us. He gives a bio with this kind of psychiatric insight He'll do that for maybe um, 10 or 15 minutes, and then he'll sit down and perform a piece by that person, and that person is Beethoven this time, right in this 250th anniversary of, of him. So that always attracts lots of music lovers and, and people who are interested in psychiatry, too, and all the rest of us as well, because it's a wonderful approach to music. So those are the two collaborative programs. And then we're going to go back to Gotham. We're going back to New York. People who haven't been traveling very much will be very happy. I think they're signing up like crazy. So be sure to sign up if you're interested. Anyway, what we're going to do is go to this very special Van Gogh exhibition. Really, you know, it's just not an ordinary art exhibit. It's kind of an illustration of using technology to take a look at Van Gogh's work. And I, I hear that it, it's a lot of fun. We we usually have something that's visual, and then something that that it's a uh, production. And I found in the newspaper one day that there was a special new piece of music called Lackawanna Blues. It's a solo. One one person is going to perform Lackawanna blues, and I don't know what to expect. He said in the article that I read that he celebrates the strong, big-hearted woman who raised him. I'm sure that we're going to enjoy that, and that's going to be the second part of the trip, and I think that it'll just top it off very well. So that's what we're up to this semester.
0: Sandra Myers, Senior Fellow for International Civic and Cultural Projects at the University of Scranton and Director of the Shemel Forum. Speaking with us about the fall semester of the Forum. The first of the evening courses gets underway September 13th. The first World Affairs Luncheon begins on Friday, September 10th at noon with Akhil Amar. The bus trip to New York City is Saturday, October 23rd, and so much more, all found online, scranton.edu, scranton.edu slash Forum, S-C-H-E-M-E-L, forum. Scranton.edu slash forum, no spaces.